Watching sun tea in the window, pocket watch, a telling time. Seems like only yesterday I'd get a blanket set, record the country countdown, cause I couldn't buy it yet. If we drove all the way to Dallas just to buy an Easter dress, we'd take along a Rand McNally, stand in line to pay for gas. God knows that shifting gears ain't what it used to be. I learned to drive that 55 just like a queen, three on a tree. Good evening, everybody. I'm so glad to see you all here this evening. Tonight's show on Knickknacks is Symbolism in America. And I'm going to, yeah, be safe, John. Uh, <laughs> doing the dad duty. Hello, little red. Good to see you all. I'm going to try to keep this under the hour because at 8 p.m. Eastern is Echoes. Um, this part of this will be continued on Monday. Um, the Monday Night Show with John, MSM Liars, um, talking about some things involving the symbolism 
frequencies and toroidal um, planes pass. I don't know the exact word to put behind that, but talking about the toroidals and things like that on that night. But let's dive in real fast because there's a lot of information here. Um, we all know that there's a lot of symbolism in America, not just America, but in the world. And in this world, we live in two different worlds. This world, there's the world of the pe- the population, the general population, us that know the basics and and what we're given. And then there's also a world of the elite secret societies. Going to go ahead and just dive in. So the U.S. Supreme Court, I don't know if y'all know this or not, but the East Pediment on it has depictions of Confucius on the left. In the center is Moses and Solon, S-O-L-O-N, Solon, is on the right. Solon was uh, born around 630 B.C., died around 560 B.C. He laid the, he laid the foundations for the Athenian democracy. He was actually the first in the West to write a constitution, and his constitutional reform overturned that of most of the laws that were established by Draco. He wrote poetry. He did patriotic propaganda, and um, Plutarch, he also wrote about Solemn. He was uh, very influenced by Solemn. found that interesting since we seem to be in the Hunger Games, and there was a Plutarch Heavensby in that one, so it's really interesting there because, you know, out of that, you know, our Supreme Court is supposed to be based on the foundations and principles, you know, God first, then the people, then the government. But they have nothing of Jesus depicted in there. And it was it was really interesting on there. There's also um, to go on with some of the, the signs. Um, Libertas which has the crown of stars, was a Roman goddess of liberty. It's on top of the U.S. Capitol. And I I know many have seen lots of different pictures of the top of the U.S. Capitol. It's also known as Isis. Um, inside the rotunda, or actually inside the visitor center, it's also featured that exact same um, statue. It's Libertas or Isis. It has the book and then the... Um, the crown of stars. Inside the rotunda, there's a painting of the apotheosis of Washington. George Washington is uh, pictured in purple, which is a royal color. There's a rainbow arch up under him, and he's flanked on the left by Victoria, on the right by Libertas, and he is pointing at Libertas's uh, book. Below him is Columbia, another goddess in which D.C. is named after her, followed by Minerva, Mercury, Venus, Neptune, Ceres, Vulcan, and Flora. There is a ribbon with light blue and 13 stars for the 13 original colonies. And something interesting that I learned tonight that was very, very unnerving to me was the Congressional Medal of Honor. And you can find this yourself at www.cmohs, Congressional Medal of, of Honor Society.org. The U.S. Army, Navy, Coast Guard, Air Force all have their own um, Medal of Honor. 
And the Army does have three variations, as does the Air Force and I believe the Navy as well. The Navy features Minerva, which is the goddess of wisdom and war. It has an owl that's perched on her helmet, which is a symbol of wisdom, which is kind of ironic because, as we all know, the owl is not wise, but in fact is more of an occult symbol, a symbol, symbolism than anything. There are laurel and oak leaves on each of the star's five points. They represent victory and strength. And it made me wonder why they did not use olive or fig tree. There's 34 stars, which represent the number of stars on the flag that was in 1862. On the Air Force, they also have the 34 stars. And it has oak clusters on the five points, which equals strength. There's a wreath of laurel leaves and a coat of arms in the eight lightning bolts. Um, the Air Force uses the Statue of Liberty, which was kind of ironic considering it was derived from the imagery of uh, the pagan queen, Seremias, and I'm probably saying that wrong, it's S-E-M-I-R-A-M-I-S of Babylon, who was famed for her beauty, wisdom, and strength. So, I mean, we automatically start with our Supreme Court and our Medal of Honors automatically being of Babylon. There's four beasts in Daniel 7. I'm going to read Daniel 7 to y'all. I was going to write down just one section, but the whole chapter or the, the whole section is applicable here. Daniel 7, NASB 1977 says, In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel saw a dream and visions in his mind as he lay on his bed. Then he wrote the dream down and related the following summary of it. Daniel said, I was looking in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of heaven were stirring up the great sea. And four great beasts were coming up from the sea, different from one another. The first was like a lion and had the wings of an eagle. I kept looking until its wings were plucked and it lifted up from the ground and made to stand on two feet like a man. A human mind also was given to it. And behold, another beast, a second one resembling a bear. And it was raised up on one side and three ribs were in its mouth between its teeth and thus said to it, Arise, devour much meat. After this, I kept looking, and behold, another one, like a leopard, which had on its back four wings of a bird. The beast also had four heads, and, a, and dominion was given to it. Now, we know dominion, another symbolism here, um, dominion voting machines were rigged again. After this, I kept looking in the night visions, and behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrifying and extremely strong, and it had large iron teeth. It devoured and crushed and trampled down the remainder with its feet. And it was different from all the beasts that were before it. And it had ten horns. While I was contemplating the horns, behold, another horn, a little one, came up among them. And three of the first horns were pulled out by the roots before it. And behold, this horn possessed eyes like the eyes of a man and a mouth uttering great boasts. I kept looking until thrones were set up and the Ancient of Days took his seat. His vesture was like white snow 
and the hair of his head like pure wool. His throne was ablaze with flames. Its wheels were a burning fire. A river of fire was flowing and coming out from before him. Thousand upon thousands were attending him. And myriads upon myriads were standing before him. The court sat and the books were opened. Then I kept looking because of the sound of the boastful words which the horn was speaking. I kept looking until the beast was slain and its body was destroyed and given to the burning fire. As for the rest of the beast, their dominion was taken away, but an extension of life was granted to them for an appointed period of time. I kept looking in the night visions, and behold, with the clouds of heaven, one like a son of man was coming. And he came up to the Ancient of Days and was presented before him, and to him was given dominion, glory, and a kingdom, that all the peoples, nations, and men of every language might serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion, which will not pass away, and his kingdom is one which will not be destroyed. As for me, Daniel, my spirit was distressed within me, and the visions in my mind kept alarming me. I approached one of those who was standing by and began asking him the exact meaning of all this. So he told me and made known to me the interpretation of these things. These great beasts, which are at four in number, are four kings who will arise from the earth. But the saints of the highest one will receive the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever for all ages to come. Then I desired to know the exact meaning of the fourth beast, which was different from all the others. Exceedingly dreadful, with its teeth of iron and its claws of bronze, and which devoured, crushed, and trampled down the remainder with its feet. And the meaning of the ten horns that were on its head, and the other horn which came up, and before which three of them fell, namely, that horn which had eyes and a mouth uttering great boast, and which was larger in appearance than its associates. I kept looking, and that horn was waging war with the saints and overpowering them. Until the Ancient of Days came, and judgment was passed in favor of the saints of the Highest One. And the time arrived when the saints took possession of the kingdom. Thus he said, The fourth beast will be the fourth kingdom on the earth, which will be different from all other kingdoms, and it will devour the whole earth and tread it down and crush it. As for the ten horns, out of this kingdom ten kings will arise, and another will arise after them, and he will be different from the previous ones and will subdue three kings. And he will speak out against the Most High and wear down the saints of the highest one, and he will intend to make alterations in times and in law, and they will be given into his hand for a time, times, and half a time. But the court will sit for a judgment, and his dominion will be taken away, annihilated, and destroyed forever. Then the sovereignty of the dominion and the greatness of all kingdoms under the whole heaven will be given to the one, given to the people of the saints of the highest one. His kingdom will be an everlasting kingdom, and all the dominions will serve and obey him. At this point, the revelation ended. As for me, Daniel, my thoughts were greatly alarming me. And my face grew pale, but I kept the matter to myself. And that was one of the visions that Daniel had had. And the reason why I bring this up is because it kind of goes back to some of the things that were written. And I will post those in Nikki next, so that way y'all can see the pictures. But on um, Libertas and on the Eagle, 
as well as on the $5 bill back in the 1800s, it had lux et veritas, which in Latin means light and truth. Veritas meaning. So it's it's kind of like America has become the the Babylon, you know, and I had a passage also here that's from John Adams from the history of the principal republics in the world, a defense of constitutions of the government of the United States of America written in 1794 by him. It states the United States of America have exhibited perhaps the first example of governments erected on the simple principles of nature. And if men are now sufficiently enlightened to disabuse themselves of artifice and posture, hypocrisy and superstition, they will consider this event as an error in their history. It will never be pretended that any persons employed in that service had any interviews with the gods or were in any degree under the inspiration of heaven any more than those that work upon ships or houses or laboring in merchandise or agriculture. It will forever be acknowledged that these governments were contrived merely by the use of reason and senses. That's basically Adams, John Adams saying that the belief in the Trinity and that Jesus is the Son of God and that he was born of a woman is superstition and not true. And I want to back that up with Mark 2.2 in in ASB, and this is red letter language. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the wine will burst the skins, and the wine is lost, and the skins as well. But one puts new wine into fresh wineskins. Paul had warned against the Roman Greco paganism that would that they would come back. So why would our founding fathers build upon, you know, start this nation upon all of these pagan symbols? Um, why would they, you know, why would God allow them? to go away and then come back again here without Christ already being here. And it made me really stop to wonder what all of our other um, forefathers had thought and, and did, because we do know that they were of um, Freemasons. And we know that, you know, there was the 33 degree Masons as well as the Jesuits, the Knights Templars, then they went through the New Templars, what which Hitler was a part of. And I want to go into some of the things about D.C. Because D.C. is full of Masonic images and um, numbers and things like that. If you go 13 blocks north of the White House, there sits the Scottish Rite of Masonry Masonic Temple. You can see it there. It's not hidden anywhere. I've seen it myself. Also, the D.C. streets form a Templar's cross and a pentagram with the White House as the apex. There's an owl, which is a symbol of sorcery, which we talked about last week on the episode with Pharmakia. Pharmakia was originally called sorcery, but they changed it because they didn't like the idea of that. The square and compass that the Freemasons use, it stretches from the White House to the Capitol. East of the Capitol, there's a hexagram. The entrance to the Capitol, there's, the, uh, there's a statue of Nimrod guarding that Capitol. 
And I'm not 100% sure on this, but it does, from what I read, and I will link the article in Nitmax, was that Nimrod was compared or related to Marduk, M-A-R-D-U-K. Marduk was also related to, or in likeness of Baal. So it's saying that Nimrod was also known as Marduk, which means uh, Lord or Master, and Baal, because of the likeness of the Roman god Mars. It's identical as well to the Roman Pantheon and the Greek Parthenon. Um, The Jefferson Memorial is like the Roman Pantheon. Lincoln Memorial is like the Greek Parthenon. It's also as well, not only that, but the White House itself and the Federal Reserve Building. These were all designed by a, I believe his name is Pierre Elefante. And although Pierre Elefante did not ever get paid, <laughs> the Great Day, no. Not, well, they did do the movie, Marmaduke. Um that was a Great Dane, and that was a Disney movie. So there might be ties there. I just haven't found out that part yet. There's a lot into this. Um, but I found out, though, that um, Pierre Elefante, Elefante means baby or child. And we know that they use a lot of the symbology with children, um, especially James Elefantes, who had Comet Ping Pong Pizza, which we all have, or many of us have heard about with the um, underground trafficking of children. The Washington Monument, it's 555 feet tall, which equals 6,660 inches. The sides also equal 666 inches. It's a 10 to 1 scale, 90 by 9 foot of the... um, the 10 to 1 scale, which equals 90 to 9 foot, was the golden image of King Nebuchadnezzar, which um, he was not a very good person. Um, it's also an obelisk, which is phallic, which is, that's a penis, um, which is representative of the sun god Ra. And I found that very interesting, as well as the fact that Many of our states, the badges that the states use for the state troopers, and I'm going to give you these states, have Masonic symbols on them. And it's, it's in plain sight. New Mexico, Oregon, South Dakota, North Dakota, Virginia, Washington State, Tennessee, North Carolina, South Carolina, Ohio, New York, Oklahoma, Rhode Island, Utah, Wyoming, Vermont. Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Texas all. Then we also have um, the Red Shoe Club. And I say this because of James Elefantes had a lot of pictures involving the Red Shoe Club. And he had a lot of those players in there. And the media is very tricky. You know, Disney come out with their um, programming. And they did a history section that was like that Brad Meltzer's decoded and they, they come out with a lot of this information in the last 15 years that they're openly telling us this while the mainstream media saying we're all crazy um, people that are conspiracy theorists, but we're not uh, because it's out there. 
they used symbols and like John Podesta and Tony Podesta, um, their emails. And we had a guy running here in South Carolina against Lindsey Graham in 2020, Jamie Harrison. Jamie Harrison was a Podesta lobbyist. And then Hollywood, as well as um, Pelosi, when it was hammer, before it was hammer time, they sent out millions of money into South Carolina, which was an obvious sign that something was wrong with this guy. And then he blocked me on, on Twitter, which I mean, I've been blocked before on Twitter, no biggie, but I hadn't had a congressperson block me before. And, and that was really kind of strange because I only posted three pictures and they all included John Podesta and the Podesta emails in those emails. And you can pull this up as well. Um, it's online. It's not hidden. They have hot dog that equals boy. Pizza equals a girl. Cheese equals a little girl. Pasta was a little boy. Ice cream was a male prostitute. Walnut or nuts was a person of color. And map was semen and sauce was orgy. When they used a small heart surrounded by a larger, larger heart, that was a girl lover. This is FBI information for these for people that actually go and, and look at these pedophiles. Um, Pasco, sorry, Pasco uh, County Sheriff's Office Detective Anthony Basson. He's been in the business and, and been working for 16 years catching online pedophiles. He also alluded to this and gave this information as well. Um, the butterfly equals a child lover. And there's a symbol that's like the triangle that goes around and around inside of itself. That's boy love. They used the swirly one um, spiral that was also, I believe, for boy love. They used all of this in order to let others know, kind of like the Freemasons used their Masonic symbols to let others know what they were about. So that way it was hidden, but hidden in plain sight. Macaulay Culkin even came out in an article, August 30th, 2019. It is an emoji on the iPhone, Jeff. There's several on there that's awful. Uh, but Macaulay Culkin came out in 2019 and said that Hollywood and um, the Hollywood movie industry was full of satanic pedophiles. These are quotes, satanic pedophiles who ritually abuse children in the industry. There is a documentary called Open Secrets. It's not the easiest to find, but if you go on BitChute, you can find it. And I've shared it in um, Telegram on the Bard's Family Channel. I will also make sure that's shared in Knickknacks as well, because this stuff is awful. Um, it, it, we are full. Our country is full of paganism, and that's why I really think we are the new Babylon. Um, when you did, when they started coming out with all of the people with Jeffrey Epstein and um, Ghislaine Maxwell, Rachel Chandler was one of their child handlers. And they tried to do, you know, they did COVID to try to help, to hide it some and used the friends reunion, you know, thing and, and did that theme. And I only know this because my daughter graduated 2020 and so I'd actually bought her a banner for her graduation party. And it says the year we almost didn't graduate or something like that. But when you tried to go pull up Rachel Chandler 
or Ray Chandler, you couldn't find out that because they used that they were trying to do the friends redo to block the searches. Some of the things that you can look for that is obvious um, with the Hollywood movie stars is they will put their hand over the eye. They will do the Baphomet horn. Um, like I think it used to be like a rock symbol, but it's really it's more of a Baphomet type signal, I believe, hand signal, I believe. Um, with the horns, they'll put their hands up in the triangle form, which is what um, Herschel Walker actually did. And I was very surprised about that. Kanye West, he had some sweatpants on. And I've got a picture of that saved on my phone. I had to go back through and look for that one. He has pants on um, and a picture of him and Kim Kardashian. He's got Baphomet and a pentagram on his sweatpants. Kim Kardashian has been seen multiple times, and I know they're divorced or divorcing now, but they were seen multiple times with the spirit cooker herself, Maria Abramovic, um, as well as like Lady Gaga, Huma Abedin, Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton. You know, they were all part of this whole Jeffrey Epstein thing, Dr. Oz, um, Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres actually wore a t-shirt. It was a long sleeve t-shirt that said, run forest, run. I don't know how many of y'all remember seeing that, but I can share that picture as well. Right around that exact same time, Jay-Z also did. And right after that, Tom Hanks let, fled to Greece. He actually, him and his wife actually voted and cast the thing saying they voted, but they were technically in Greece and they become Greek citizens. I don't know how they can do that, but they did. Mark Zuckerberg and his wife, um, just some more of the symbology here. Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg wore a, you know, when they had the mask on, he's got a picture of himself and it's got where he's at. He was on Little St. James Island. There's another picture with him and his wife in a mask. The mask that he's wearing is a dark blue, light blue striped mask. The picture that his wife or the mask that his wife was wearing was a palm tree mask. That goes back to Epstein Island. At the same time as this was going on in 2020, they were also doing the Wayfair stuff um, to where they had items that were way overpriced online. And I think our um, our very own Jenny had posted something the other day about some items that she had saw even recently that were overpriced. And th when they do that, that's people, that's children being trafficked um, because they, they busted it out with Wayfair and they busted it out with some other companies um, because that's, that's how they were doing this. And I don't want to stay on that too long, but that was supported to have that here because, you know, they're, they're sitting there and, and using that white in front of our face with that symbology. Um, Antifa in 1993, which was an anti-fascist movement and BLM also in 2020, they have the same flags. They use the same fist and, you know, Hollywood had raised $20 million overnight to get these BLM rioters out of jail. Yet they fuss about the climate control and, and climate change, we've got this COP27 agenda now where they're trying to redo the Ten Commandments. 
And they're using their planes to fly there. Today I saw where they were actually, it was 80 degrees, so they had the air conditioning blasting. They don't care. Um, but none of this, they never in, include Jesus in any of this, just like with the Supreme Court, when it has, you know, it's got Confucius, Moses, and Solomon on there, but they have nothing with Jesus, nothing with Jesus inside. And I find that very alarming because we're supposed to be a nation founded on Jesus, especially when they come over here, they had a fresh new start. Why would they base it off of these same Roman Greco pagan Democratia, and, and I'm using that with a K, pre-Christian ideas, not post-Christ ideas, because we, you know, at this, at that time, when our forefathers came over and started the Declaration of Independence and drafted that up, drafted our Constitution, this was after Christ had came. Why did they not incorporate Christ into that? Why did they continue to go back to those old um, pagan ways? Just like with Halloween. And even the Medal of Honor, you know, the Medal of Honor has stayed the same. And like I said, y'all can go back for those that are just joining and have missed the first part. You can go online, www.cmohs.org, which stands for Congressional Medal of Honor Society.org. You could see that and see it's it's obvious that. And then it points it out. They don't hide any of this. It's right there. It says that about Queen Samara. And I'm not going to I still I'm not saying that right. The Babylonian whore is what I'm going to say. All right. Uh, on to, off of that, onto the World Trade Center. This is where we're getting into President Trump. President Trump built or had this this one the new one world trade center built. I know he did it because they well, I know based off of TV. On the Apprentice season 1, I watched that season. I was a uh, a Trump fan even before he ran for office. It was actually when he started running for office that I really didn't even want to follow him so much because I thought something was wrong with the man. Oh. Um but season 1, Bill Rancic won. The uh, World Trade Center is 1,776 feet tall, which you may think is, oh, that's great, 1776. Okay, we've got the American Revolution again. No. Um, that it actually features, the way that it's built and designed, it features the Great Pyramid. And with that, you know, that's that's kind of like, it's it's not good. Oh, sorry, I'm flipping my notes here. There was so much on it and on all of this. And I want to say, like, with spell and spelling, to spell is to cast a magic spell. Spelling words is spelling is casting magic spells. There's write, W-R-I-T-E, and write, R-I-T-E, as well as write, R-I-G-H-T which is a square 90 degree or an angle. It's a 90 degree angle, which forms a square nine in sacred geometry. It's, it's one of the things that they, they enjoy seeing. Yes. The all seeing eye, the eye of Horus, which is Osiris and, and Isis's son. 
Isis is the one that is featured on the um, top of the uh, Capitol building. The word would, um, world and wood, it's log and logos is what it is in Greek. Logos, logos, L-O-G-U-S in Greek means wood. What was Jesus? Jesus was a carpenter. He worked with wood. Some other um, symbology that's used. Um, Nike. Nike uses the Greek goddess of victory. They, her wing actually is the check mark representing her wing. Versace. He uses Medusa because he was actually from Greece, was doing a uh, ancient Greek tour and saw Medusa mosaic and he fell in love with the idea. So he mimicked everything with his clothing line after Medusa because Medusa, if she looked at you, um, she would turn you into stone. And he wanted it to be like a showstopper. Rolex, they have their crown. There's a crown for every achievement as their slogan. They use a five-point crown. Burberry, which was established in 1856, uses an equestrian knight. They've changed it since 2018. And their banner says, foursome. It's P-R-O-R-S-U-M, which means forward. Adidas. It's the company known as with the three stripes. Um, Corn did a song about them. I'm not going to say that one, but what it was supposed to stand for was all day I dream about sports. They use those three, three stripes. And I don't know how many of y'all noticed, but from 2016 to about 2021, the Democrats used the three stripes and a lot of their, their symbology. Um, even like with that Brad Meltzer's decoded, their E was the exact same E that they were using back when there was the 2020 election. It was before that. Um, Patek Philip, which is a watch company, they use a four fleur de lis cross, which is the Knights of Calatrava, which who fought in this 12th century. That was after Antonia. Antoni Patek. He was a Polish Catholic who used that because he wanted to introduce that symbology into the Catholics at that time. There's a show called Wally Kazan that was on Nickelodeon. That one had a little demon who used his magic wand to cast word spells and attempt to teach kids to spell. There's a lot of those that are, are really out there that you would never realize until you knew. And back on DC, so if you go to DuPont Circle, to Logan Circle, and Scott Circle in the middle, that forms the top three points of the Devil's Goat Head of Mendez. One of the most important types of the five-pointed death Devil's Pentagram. Washington Circle forms the extreme left-hand point of the Goat Head. Mount Vernon Square forms the extreme right-hand point of the goat head. The White House forms the fifth and bottom point of the goat head. 
there's a six, six, six evident in the most important top three circles of the goat head, DuPont circle, Scott circle, and Logan circle. Each of these streets has six major streets coming into them from all angles of the circle. This type of, of encoding is also typical of the occultist. And, you know, like Aleister Crowley and all of his crazy people, you know, they, they put up the statue of Baphomet in Illinois in front of the state capitol or in the rotunda. They did it as well in Detroit where they're trying to deliberately turn people away from Christ to turn this into a demonic swampland of just evil. Everything has been deliberately planned and it's to stamp the power of either the Freemasonry like in DC or using the symbology for the devil. And like with DC, the combination of the goat head of Mendez, the devil's pentagram and the practical existence of the number 666 within the three upper points of the pentagram. It all unmistakably shows that Lucifer is planned to be the ultimate master of the governmental center. And, you know, even George Washington himself, you know, depicting himself as a god in the rotunda, you know, it's, it's, it's creepy, to be honest. Um, there's several pictures of him depicted as a Freemason with his Masonic apron. Like I said, with the fish, if you go from um, the White House down to the... Um, the National Mall, sorry, I was trying to remember that. The National Mall on through, and I'll share this also in knickknacks. It looks like a sideways fish, and there's a lot of things that do it. The new IRS um, headquarters complex has a Masonic theme. Our, our money, you know, you can look on the back of the U.S. dollar, our dollar bill. There's the all-seeing eye of Horus with the message of the New World Order of Ages or the New World Order. Um, President George Bush Sr., he had a video that I was trying to get to um, load up to be able to play, but I couldn't get it up in time. It will, I'll put it in knickknacks for sure, but George Bush back in the 90s during Desert Storm, with the breakout of Desert Storm, was talking about the New World Order. And if you look at this video and watch his eyes, you know, you've seen some some imagery, and, and I know we've seen people doctor and mess with these videos. His eye literally turns like a cat eye. It was so sickening. Um, I saw this back in 2020, and which is why I wanted to play it, so that way y'all can see it. So I'll make sure that is in Nikki's Knacks on, uh, on Telegram. Um, but, you know, all of this stuff was laid out ahead of time, you know, and they created this design 1791. I'm going to find the article that I had on um, elephants because I found it interesting. He never did get paid. And they actually, um, Thomas Jefferson did not want that design that they were trying to do. Thomas Jefferson said no. He said that, you know, it was too expensive and they, they wasn't worth the time. Well, they didn't want to go by what he had. They wanted to go by Elefante's um, plan. Let me find this. Sorry, guys. Um, 
Okay, I'm going to start. This article is from the Smithsonian Magazine. I'll link it up in knickknacks as well. Um, elephant, Washington asked Elephant, who by then was an established architect, also a Freemason. He was a French Freemason. He arrived in Georgetown on a rainy night, March 1791, immediately got to work. He had this rolling landscape at the confluence of two great rivers, said Judy Scott Feldman, chairwoman of the National Coalition to Save Our Mall. He essentially had a clean slate on which to, de to design the city. Inspired by the topography, Elephant went beyond a simple survey and envisioned a city where imported buildings would occupy strategic places based on changes in elevation and the contours of waterways. While Thomas Jefferson had already sketched out a small and simple federal town, Elephant reported back to the president with a much more ambitious plan. For many, the thought of metropolis rising out of a rural area seemed impractical for a fledging nation, but Elephant won over an important ally. Everything he said, a lot of people would have found it crazy back then, but Washington didn't says Elefante uh, biographer Scott Burke. His design was based on European models translated to American ideals. The entire city was built around the idea that every citizen was equally important, Burke says. The mall was designed as open to all corner comers, which would have been unheard of in France. It's a very sort of a egalitarian idea. Elefante placed Congress on a high point with a commanding view of the Potomac, instead of reserving the grandest spot for the leader's palace, as was customary in Europe. Capitol Hill became the center of the city from which diagonal avenues named after the states radiated, cutting across a grid street system. These wild, wide boulevards allowed for easy transportation across town and offered views of important buildings and common squares from great distances. Public squares and parks were evenly dispersed at intersections. Pennsylvania Avenue stretched a mile west from the Capitol to the White House, and its use by officials ensured rapid development for the points in between. For the rural area to become a real silly, real city, it is real silly, Elefante knew it was crucial to incorporate planning strategies encouraging construction, but his refusal to compromise led to frequent clashes that eventually cost him his position. City commissioners who were concerned with funding the project and appeasing the district's wealthy landowners didn't share Elephant's vision. The planner urged the commissioners when he demolished a powerful residence house to make way for an important avenue, and when he delayed producing a map for the sale of city lots, fearing real estate speculators would buy up land and leave the city vacant. Eventually, the city surveyors, city's surveyor, Andrew Ellicott, produced an engraved map that provided details for lot sales. It was very similar to Elephant's plan with practical changes suggested by officials, but the Frenchman got no credit for it. Elephant, now furious, resigned at the urging of Thomas Jefferson. When Elephant died in 1825, he had never received payment for his work on the Capitol, and the city was still a backwater due partly to Elephant's rejected development and funding proposals. So just like then, you know, and now, Washington was able to get this work done, but not have to pay anything for it at the expense of someone else. They continue to do that. You know, it's never changed. The swamp has still not been drained. It's still there and it's still as bad as ever. And with that, I'm going to stop here for tonight and we will continue this on Monday's episode. 
because Echoes has her show coming on at 7, um, or at 8, I'm sorry, it's 7 Central for her, but it's 8 Eastern for us. I will pick up with some things from Revelation on Monday, and that's when John's going to be on with me. We're going to talk about frequency, continue the symbol symbolism, and also talk about the toroidals. And um, after Echoes comes on, her podcast is on Podbean as well. We've got Bards FM at 9 p.m., followed by Kilted Christian at 10.30 p.m., and then Bards Fishers of Men will be on at midnight. Um, all times are in Eastern. So if y'all take a moment, we'll just go ahead and bow our heads. If you're driving, please don't close your eyes and bow your heads because I do not want y'all to wreck. God knows your heart and he'll understand. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for allowing us to get here together, to gather and, and worship with you. I pray for our country, Father, as we are seeing how much it was built on on, on the, just these paganistic ideas and worship and and things that we had no knowledge of, but now that we know, we are we are asking you, Father, to intercede for us on our be- on our behalf humbly to to make this right because you know you know our hearts, Father, and you love each and every one of us. So we ask that you you intercede instead of us having to draw a sword because you, we know that you want us to spread your love, to spread your word, and to love that brother as thyself. Father, we thank you for all of the blessings that you've given us. We thank you for just giving us the air in our lungs this morning, allowing us to wake up and, and giving us another day to glorify your name and to do your work. Father, I pray for those in Florida and Georgia, South Carolina, and the other states that will be affected by Hurricane Nicole. May their homes not be a loss. May they they have everything that they need. And if they don't have what they need, Father, I ask that you you bless them with that through one of us or, you know, just through someone that they meet. Um, if anybody does have a need, Father, we Scott's asked and we're asking that they, they reach out to us and humble themselves and not to have that pride, but but to come to us and ask us for some help so we can help deliver that. We've got people that are down that way that are willing to offer help to somebody that may need it. And Father, I thank you for the person that has reached out to me to, to offer that help if somebody needs it. Most importantly, Father, I also ask that you just you be with us all tonight. And every night, you know, just continue to to be with us and guide us. Give us the discernment to know what choice we need to make when we have to make those choices to consult you before we make those choices. And Father, I just pray that you you continue to use us to do your work to help glorify your name. Thank you, God, for giving us Jesus, for the blood on the cross and, and, and the salvation that each of us have as long as we accept him. We believe that he is the one and only Savior, and we confess our sins with our mouths. It's in Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen. Well, guys, I appreciate every one of you being here. Um, Like I said, we've got Echoes coming up at 8 o'clock, so in about six minutes, I'm going to go ahead and shut it down. I will play a song. And um, before we close out, but I want to try to make her show too. It's always wonderful.
She does Monday, Wednesday, Friday, um, just little quicker picker uppers and, and short little segments on Podbean. Um, Scott, I'm not sure what he's got on there for tonight. I hadn't had a chance to, I don't even know if he had it posted yet, but this week has been funny and interesting, especially with the clown circus that we had as far as, uh, you know, the vote and election goes. We, we know that's not going to change. And we know that it's, it's going to be the same thing. I've kind of come to the realization that now it's really, I I'm think I'm done voting. Um, and, and people, y'all can be mad or whatever, but I think if more of us just stop voting sometimes, that it, it's, it's kind of, you know, we're there when they do cheat, it's going to be so obvious that it's maybe that it exposed themselves. I don't know. I, and that may change. I, I'm not sure. I just don't feel like our, our vote right now is making a difference. We've, we've tried to do the audits and there's so much corrupt evilness that I just think we should focus on what's going on at home and what we can do to help others in our community instead of lining the pockets of those in Congress. So everybody have a wonderful blessed night. I'm going to play this outro music and then I will see you guys later on. Thank you all for being here. Have a blessed night.